Welcome to the Modern Insurgents Patreon-only podcast, Atlas Analysis. Here, we talk to our writers in an informal setting and explore some of the more niche and obscure groups from our very own database, which you can find at themoderninsurgent.org. Sit back and enjoy our more relaxed, casual conversations with our team. Welcome back to another episode of Atlas Analysis with The Modern Insurgent. Today we're joined again by Jeff Hamrahan, who you may know from an episode we did a couple of weeks back about the East Turkestan liberation concept, I guess we'll call it. Um, so, Jeff, what are we speaking about today? Sure. So today we're going to be speaking about the Sun Yian. Um, they are one of the three main triads in Hong Kong, the other main ones being the 14K and the Wo Group. Um, yeah. And it's going to be an interesting episode because, again, we've done a couple like this in the past, but more of a gang rather than a fully fledged militant group. So it's always fun. Um, so we'll kick off. Um, how do they how do they kind of work? Are they just a gang? Not really. No. Um, so they're definitely mostly a gang. Um like other gangs, um, similar to the Italian mafia or stuff like that, they're definitely most interested in just making a profit. Um, you can almost think of them as just a business that is willing to do illegal things. Um, but they also have quite a bit of political power as well. Um, by some estimates, there's more members in the Sun Yian than there are members of the Hong Kong police force. Um, and other estimates say that about 80% of all restaurants in Hong Kong pay protection money to, uh, not just the Sun Yeon, but one of the triads. So it's pretty much that they very much run, uh, like much of the business that goes on in Hong Kong. Um, also organized crime really go hand in hand and have done for a very long time. Yeah, exactly. Um, basically the fact that it was British ruled for so long meant that um, a lot of Chinese had to band together because the British didn't really care too much about giving them like protections or like quality under the law and stuff like that. And it's like the same thing with the Italian mafia and the big American cities, like the Italians were discriminated against. So they began banding together to like look out for one another. And then that inevitably leads to like some sort of criminal uh, enterprises going on as well. And it's basically the same exact story with the Sun Yeon. Um, they're basically all from this one town in mainland China called Chiu Chow. Um, maybe not today but like when when they started it was basically a bunch of like refugees who had come to hong kong from chiu chow and because they were all from the same place they all spoke the same dialect like they all had a similar culture they just started banding together and what kind of began as like these protection things eventually started becoming a criminal enterprise that they are today Fascinating. and then um really interesting to yeah yeah um I've listened to a lot of uh, podcasts called the Underworld podcast, and we did actually get the host on. But a recurring theme is uh, gangs coming out of small ethnic communities banding together because they're discriminated against or have no other option. 
and it's very interesting some of the biggest groups in the world came from that yeah exactly and and even to this day the sun yeon still has a lot of that heritage um mm -hmm. the other two big triads the 14k and the woe group uh, the woe group is kind of an encompassing group the biggest organization from there is the woshing woe um but both of those triads they have like an electoral um leadership position so the head of the triad is elected by members of the triads but the sun yeon is actually still like a hereditary organization so every single person in charge is directly descended from the original person who made it and they're just a lot more traditional um so they still cling to a lot of those like roots because they were formed um like over 100 years ago so obviously a lot has changed since they were first formed but compared to the other two big triads they're still very much traditional um they're, it's the hardest triad to become a member of. Um, basically, like you have to follow along like with another gang member for like years before you're invited to join. Um, by some accounts, there's like this big initiation ritual. Um, uh, a former triad member in the uh, late 80s defected from the Sun Yiang. Um, and testified against the leader um it's kind of like the chinese equivalent of um like the american mafia trials it was like this really big moment where like people kind of thought like this was going to be it like the legal system was going to really clamp down on them um spoiler the dude's been like two years in prison and then a judge conveniently was like oh no you actually didn't do anything wrong like <laughs> back you go um but uh anyway uh, during that trial um this one member, Anthony Chung, um, he described like an induction ceremony in which like there was this guy wearing like Taoist monk robes and he had a wooden sword and like Chung and 11 other recruits were like lined against an altar and had to drink like Chinese wine that was mixed with drops of their own blood. Um, you know, like this whole big like secret society initiation. Um, uh, but there's also other accounts that by other modern triad members that there's really no initiation ceremony it's it's unclear whether there used to be and there just isn't anymore or maybe like in some situations there is one in some there isn't um but there's also accounts of like these people basically following around like one of the leaders for like years and years and years and like engaging in criminal activity with them like kind of proving themselves and then one day they just get a membership number and like that's it they're just now a member of the triad um the numbers themselves are actually pretty interesting because uh the sun Yeon at least did probably still does they maintain like a registry of all of their members this was actually used against the leader in uh a trial because they found like a list of 900 names which was pretty damning um the leader at the time claimed that he was the president of a local lions club uh and so he said this was like a list of just like donations uh, a man named uh, young Wa Yim was the leader. Uh, the Young family is the family who leads the triad. Um, but yeah, to, to this day, they still have like, every person has a number. That number is unique to you. Um, it's, it's like a complex number where like each digit kind of means something. So like somebody who's not in the triad would not understand what the number means at all. But to the people in the triad, apparently, like you can tell who your boss is what area you operate in like 
all of them. Thanks for listening to this preview. If you want to listen to the full episode, along with many other exclusive ones, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash modern insurgent. You'll find the rest of our Atlas Analysis episodes on there exclusively. Thank you.